Good evening. Welcome to 1010 Prayer Online. Today, we are going to talk about trusting God. And our theme will be, even as we have said, we can trust God because we're anchored in His love. We can trust God because of who He is. Today, I want to ask a difficult question, a question that God asked me. How can you really trust me in difficult times when the challenges are overwhelming? So I thought that a good section of scripture to read is a story in 2 Chronicles chapter 20. Here's a story that I won't read the whole chapter. You can go back and do that. But it's truly a story where King Jehoshaphat faces a very, very challenging situation. So I'll just read some parts of it, okay? So turn to your Bible, 2 Chronicles chapter 20. In this story, it begins with a huge army. It says in verse 2, a vast army is coming against you. And this army is so huge that it is beyond the capacity of Jehoshaphat to, uh, to, to, to come against it. So Jehoshaphat was very alarmed. But what did he do? He came together with the people of Judah to seek help from the Lord. Wow. So the first thing is this. When circumstances are overwhelming and when the challenges are way beyond us, it's not a time just to be anxious. It's not a time just to worry. It's not a time even to feel defeated. The first thing Jehoshaphat did was he decided he would inquire of the Lord and he didn't just do it alone. He gathered his people and it says in verse, um, in verse 4, the people of Judah came together to seek help from the Lord. Now, the good news is that by now, you have begun to get used to the discipline of seeking help from the Lord or even at least communicating with the Lord, connecting with the Lord. Remember, the prayer altar is always about this open heaven, this staircase that comes from heaven to earth and earth to heaven. And it's about God speaking to us. And even as we have shared this week, we learn to trust God because we have learned to listen to His voice. So as we leave uh, the MCO time and we go out into a world with all its challenges, we must keep the discipline of seeking help from the Lord and getting used to listening to His voice. So when Jehoshaphat went to, spend, uh, to seek the Lord together with the people of Judah, what did, he, what did he do? What did he do? So let me take you to the verses. The first thing is that in verse 5, he stood before God and he said, O Lord God of our fathers, are you not the God who is in heaven? You rule over all the kingdoms of the nations. Power and might are in your hands and no one can withstand you. So, wow, I think Jehoshaphat is a little bit like us, even as we've gone through this season of the MCO. He reminded himself, God, you are great. You are the ruler over the kingdoms of the nations. Power and might are in your hand and no one can come against you. That's the first place to start. Even as we meet overwhelming challenges, whether they be calamities, whether they be disasters, whatever it is, God is powerful above all this and nothing can come against him. The second thing he then began to say is this. In verse 7, Oh, our God, did you not drive out the inhabitants of this land? before your people Israel and gave it forever to the descendants of Abraham, your friend. Wow. So in verse 7, not only did he remind himself of the greatness of God, the power of God that is 
Nobody can withstand God's power. He also reminded himself of the faithfulness of God to a covenant that God had made with Abraham. So the children of Israel remember that they are the descendants of Abraham, right? So whatever God promised to Abraham, which is thousands of years before, still is effective today. Why? Because when God, when we say God is faithful, He's faithful to the covenant He has made. Remember the word covenant? See, all that we have learned in the prayer altars must now be exercised when we have facing challenges and facing overwhelming difficulties. We go into prayer, we build our prayer altars and remind ourselves of the greatness of God. Remind ourselves that God is a faithful God. He's a covenant keeper. And then even as we do that, now we continue to build our altar. That's what Jehoshaphat did. In fact, he began to say, I'm reminded, he says, verse 9, if calamity comes upon us, whether the sword of judgment or plague or famine, we will stand in your presence before this temple that bears your name and will cry out to you in our distress and you will hear us and save us. And then he goes on in verse 12 to say, for we have no power to face this vast army that's attacking us. We do not know what to do, but our eyes are upon you. So what is the purpose of building this prayer altar? Remember, our body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Just like the children of Israel, in those days, Jesus had not come. So they needed to go to the temple. And when calamities, uh, disaster, it says here, when, whether judgment, plague or famine or sword comes against them, whether it's battles, whether it's judgment, whether it's plague, whether it's famine, they go into the temple and they cry out to God. They stand in the place and cry out to God. In the same way, you have learned to build an altar. And remember, the altar it's a place of communion with God. We are the, our body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Our heart is the altar of God. And even as calamities come, famine come, whatever great overwhelming difficulty comes, let's continue to build this altar and cry out to God and say, Lord, we don't know what to do. Actually, if we know what to do, then it wouldn't be an overwhelming problem, right? We don't know what to do. So what do we do? Our eyes are upon you. Our eyes are upon you. And even as we have learned to wait upon the Lord, to listen to His voice, God will begin to show us what to do. For the children of Israel, as they did that, God told them what to do. So that's found in verse, um, verse 13, right up to verse uh, 21, actually. But you go home and read it, or after this, you can read it, what was happened. You see, when, when we begin to seek the Lord, when we begin to focus on Him, God can speak to us, either directly to us, or even through our pastors, or even through friends, or even through the Word. And that's how He began to speak to the children of, actually, the, the Jehoshaphat and the children of Judah. And so they knew what to do. What did they do? They went out praising the Lord with the singers at the front. Now, who would ever go into battle with singers at the front? But they did that because God gave them a strategy. And when they did that, what did they focus on? What did they praise God for? And here it is. They praised God with this one refrain. Listen to this, verse 21. After consulting the people, Jehoshaphat appointed men to sing to the Lord and to praise Him for the splendor of His holiness and they went out at the head of the army saying, Give thanks to the Lord for his love 
endures forever. Give thanks to the Lord for his love endures forever. And as they began to sing, verse 22, and praise, the Lord set ambushes against the men of Ammon, Moab and Mamsir who were invading Judah and they were defeated. They were defeated. Who would ever have dreamt that just by praising God and declaring, give thanks to the Lord for his love and Dios forever. Just by doing that, victory came to them. I'm so reminded of this whole uh, MCO season, what God has said to us. If we begin to build our prayer altars and begin to enter his gates with thanksgiving, no matter how challenging the situation, no matter what is the calamity, go into our closet, come together with a few people. It's good to gather together a few more people to build our faith and begin to give thanks to the Lord. Lord, we give thanks to you for you are a great God. You are no one can stand against you. You are the God Almighty over all the nations. Give thanks to the Lord. And then also declare, you are the faithful God. Your love endures forever. Do you know, when I was thinking about, wow, what are some of the challenges that I may face that I may, may cause me to lose faith in God or to not be able to trust God? Actually, when I thought about it, there are many. Example would be, what if we really face famine? Right now, this MCO, we still have lots of food. But what if we really, I heard that locusts are invading Kenya and all that. What if that really is famine? Would I be able to trust God to supply us with food? What if we really face persecution? Would I be able to trust God? It was really hard. Then suddenly, the Spirit of the Lord says, the reason why you can trust me is love never fails. Wow. I was reminded of 1 Corinthians 13. Where there be knowledge, it will go. Where there be prophecies, it can still cease. Where there be tongues, it can also still cease. But one thing never cease. The love of God never cease. Love never fails. It will always protect. It will always hope. It will always persevere. And it will always be there for us. When I heard the Spirit of God saying, love never fails, I think this is what happened to the army of Jehoshaphat. As they went into war and they kept saying, his love endures forever, his love endures forever. For some reason, there was, a, I would say, a link between heaven and earth. As they declared, his love endures forever, his love endures forever. The mighty armies of God was activated. And that's how the enemies were defeated. Now, I don't really know how God works. We don't have to worry how God works. We just need to always stay connected to God. We just need that no matter how much the challenges, we need to come into an altar, preferably with two or three other people, and begin to say, God, you are great. God, you are faithful. And just as God speaks to us and declares to us, His love would never fail, I think, Something between heaven and earth is now linked and heaven will come to supply all our needs and to fight our wars for us. Isn't that good news? I think going out there, we just need to make sure we need to keep our altar fires burning. So tonight, as we gather to pray, begin to declare again, how great is our God. You may want to sing the song, how great is our God. Or you may want to sing, 
the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. That means new every season. Great is His faithfulness. And even as you do that, pray for one another and begin to say to what declare. His love would never fail. His love would never fail. Everything can fail. You know, everything can fail. Governments can fail. Science can fail. Vaccines will even fail. But His love will never fail. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Your homework is to read the entire story in 1 Chronicles chapter 20. Just read it and be encouraged by it. And then go and read also 1 Corinthians chapter 13. Amen. God bless you. Have a wonderful night of prayer.